We have finally made it to the much-anticipated college football preview episode of the Walk On Water Boys podcast. I am Clint, joined as always by Alston, here recording right now on Monday night, August 28th, from the Hurricane Sports Cafe in Hampton, South Carolina. Excited to announce opening this coming Friday, September 1st. September 1st. Yep, September 1st. Exciting news from our sponsor. And uh, so if you're in the area or you're not in the area, make the trip. Got a, uh, got a good football game down the road. Hampton County Hurricanes hosting Emerald. Some good high school football catch. You that's got right. college football. That's why we're here. College football from starting Thursday all the way through next Monday night. Mention the podcast. You come to the restaurant. Mention the podcast. 10% off. There you go. Look at that. that. 10% off. Only good. For September 1st. You have to name the two hosts of the podcast just to say that you have listened to the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like you said, college football preview episode. We're excited. Uh, last year, this was our biggest uh, episode, the highest rated episode, and we are excited to bring it to you once again. And, you know, week zero already in the books. If you, if you, well, if you count week zero. Week zero. Yeah, there it is go. week zero. Addison's not here this year, so we can't really get in depth. But I do want to take a look back at the uh, three games that we'll touch on here briefly from week zero. You had Austin, your Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, number 13 in the country, looking impressive against Navy over there in Ireland, the homeland for you. The uh, Getting the win 42-3. to three. You yeah, had, we were we were supposed to be there this year. We talked about it last year. We did. Yeah, we things there. things fell through. Our sponsor kind of kept us here, so yeah. wanted yeah. us to promote that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we 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 maneuvered away from from purchasing an Irish bar in Buford. Now we're opening up a yeah. just all American yeah. sports bar here in Hampton. So. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Staying so, in the Low Country of South Carolina. Yeah, our our uh, our sponsors that didn't add up to to fly us to yeah. this year. Yeah. So uh, Notre Dame gets the easy win. Sam Hartman looked very impressive. Uh, Vanderbilt holding on against Hawaii, thirty-five to twenty-eight in a stadium that's basically fifty percent there because yeah. they're doing construction at both end zones. And then the USC Trojans, number six in the country, got the win over San Jose State, fifty-six to twenty-eight. Anything stand out to you about those three games in particular, or maybe a, a game that I did not mention? I I didn't think it was going to be very close. Notre Dame Navy. I don't think Navy really ever starts out hot. Uh, third quarter. New coach this year. New coach. Third quarter. I think zero passing yards through the through three quarters. Seems about right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Notre Dame looked. I I don't think they were great. But they looked good. Sam Hartman. I mean. Yes. Yeah. Sam Hartman looked comfortable. He's what I want. <laughs> he's what you want. He's, what I want. he's Brian Kelly's gone, and I got a quarterback. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Things are things are looking up. The, but they did what they were supposed to do. They yeah. manhandled yeah. a outmatched, uh, outmatched Navy defensive line. The offensive line for Notre Dame is for the elite, anyways. Yeah. Maybe one of the best left tackles in all of college football, and they dominated, dominated Navy like they should have. Uh, and and it's always tricky playing Navy uh, with their style of play, running the option as they do, mm-hmm. right? So Notre Dame came out. Did the assignments perfectly. I thought Notre Dame would score twice, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, usually uh, Navy. Exactly. Navy in the past. Oh, sorry, has not given, Notre Dame. I mean Navy, right? Yeah, Navy yeah. has given them pat, given them troubles in the past, 
and uh, they they did not present any kind of challenge this past weekend. USC, obviously, the hyped USC Trojans this year. Caleb Williams, he did what he always does, but the questions still remain about that Trojan defense. There's what defense? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Is that your answer? That's your answer to the question? Yeah. Caleb Williams, 72% completion rating, Mm -hmm. 278 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Good game. Oh, yeah. Not a great game. Good game for for him. For Caleb, that's a good game. Oh, yeah. But your defense is still – Mid-tier Pac-12. So, so I want to tell you something. So this this game was on the Pac-12 network. Uh, I don't. Good luck finding that. Uh, I don't know who had access to the Pac-12 we, network. They turned us down. So, but I was caught off guard. You know, with all this conference realignment and and you know this, the jokes that were made about this USC game, you, nobody could even find it. Didn't even know how to find it. And I'm driving down I-95, running through through the Low Country, of South Carolina today. And what do I see beside me? But an 18 wheeler. Pac-12 network is on the side of it. I'm like, why in the world are they going through South Carolina? And I still don't know. I still cannot figure out why the Pac-12 network 18-wheeler would be just cruising down 95 in South Carolina. USC probably. Did they were the wrong USC? Maybe. Maybe that's why they couldn't find the game on TV. They were the wrong USC. USC probably owns that Pac-12 trailer. And, and they're just, just getting set up for. for go ahead. Go ahead. Getting into the Big yeah, Ten country. Yeah. Going ahead and moving. And y'all just go ahead and drive drive up there for next year. I thought that was that was quite interesting. But uh, that's week zero. You know, nothing really, no major games. Uh, but week one, oh, buddy. Week one gets started. Let's get into week one. The Gators of Florida go on the road to take on number 14, Utah. That's this Thursday night. Uh, again, this episode releasing this Thursday. We're recording Monday night. But this Thursday, 8 p.m. on ESPN. Florida Gators at number fourteen, Utah. And hey, you're a fan of the Utes. I am. I, I stuck with them. All, I stuck with them all of last year. They didn't make the playoff as I predicted them to, but they did win the Pac-12 championship. Not it, this year. Yeah, not this year. Oh, maybe a little, uh, little, uh, little tease there for your yeah. back Pac-12 championship matchup. But also on Thursday night, you've got Big Ten uh, starting conference play. You've got the Cornhuskers of Nebraska going on the road to take on. Minnesota Golden Gophers. That's at 8 p.m. on Fox. Wisconsin. Did we mess that, mess that up one time? I think I was talking about Yeah, that was you. Yeah, yeah. But that, that was <laughs> you. Yeah, the Wisconsin Cornhuskers. Oh, That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that is Thursday night. So, also, we'll stay They're right here on Thursday night. <laughs> Wisconsin may be a little offended by yeah. that comment based on how Nebraska's looked for quite a while now. Yeah. But we'll stay right there on Thursday night. Which one of those matchups really standing out to you? Uh, I'm going to pay attention to Florida mm-hmm. and Utah just to see what the Gators – and Gators always come out hot. Well, they don't mm-hmm. always come out hot. I don't think week one tells Last you – Last year they did. Florida. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they got the win at happens. home, yeah. I don't think week one tells you anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good point. Good point. They uh, And they just announced former Wisconsin – you bring up the Badgers of Wisconsin – uh, former Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz, I think is his name. I may be getting that incorrect, but he is now the starter at Florida announced this week by Billy Napier. So, yeah, big game on the road and huge, huge game for Utah and the Pac-12 Conference. You're at home to get that win over, you know, a middle-of-the-road right now unknown uh, with the Florida Gators. And this, but, is, this is the year we said this is Billy Napier's – this will be the last year in my opinion, that mm-hmm. Florida's not going to be maybe elite. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they're still working to it, but next year. So, and we talked about it last year, talking about Carolina getting wins mm-hmm. in Florida. Past two years, this year included, this is where, where it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with you on that one. So let's go over to, let's go over to Friday now. The ACC starting conference play on Friday night. You've got Louisville at Georgia Tech, ESPN, uh, 730 for that Friday night matchup. Uh, so what do you think about that one? ACC, you know, just, just that one, there's some other games, but that's the biggest game that night conference play. You know, any chance there in Atlanta, home of the Falcons, they're playing in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, do you think the Yellow Jackets have any shot over a lot of people's sleeper pick in the ACC this year with Louisville? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think Georgia Tech has a prayer for much. Now, both breaking in new head coaches, and we'll touch on that later on in the episode uh, when we go through our new head coaches in the Power 5 segment. Uh, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think Georgia Tech has much uh, for Louisville uh, in this ball game. So let's get to Saturday in another matchup where it should be pretty pretty easy win. Uh, the Volunteers of Tennessee, number 12, obviously great season last year. Uh, they are hosting uh, – I think that's actually a neutral site game uh, – hosting uh, – playing a neutral site with Virginia Cavaliers. Tony Elliott uh, not having much success so far up in Virginia. That's at noon on ABC. Noon on Fox, you've got primetime. Deion Sanders taking on the Horned Frogs of TCU, number 17 TCU, uh, fresh off their national championship game appearance last year. No Garrett Riley, no longer there. He's over in Clemson now. But, yeah, big game for primetime. Deion Sanders right there on the road in his first uh, game as head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. And I'm going to cut you off right there and talk about those two. Mm -hmm. So you got uh, overrated Tennessee. Overrated Tennessee this losing, year, yeah. Every losing year. your quarterback, losing your, your your top quarterback, your top receiver. Wide receiver, yeah. Right? Jalen Hyatt, yeah. Jalen Hyatt, gone. Overrated yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, okay. And then Colorado, probably the – I saw somewhere, somebody said it was going to be the most watched, worst football team. That could be the case. football. That could, that, that, could, that could be the case. There's, I mean, there's obviously a lot of hype around the program, but they're just not good. I mean, it's a good test to come out with week one. Yeah. TCU is probably, I mean, they're ranked 17th, but I, I think they're more towards the, the latter end of the top yeah, 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, good, it's a good test to see where Colorado is at. I don't think it's going to go the way that Primetime thinks it's going to go. But, uh, you know, hey, I'd love to see it. That would be happen. something. If he pulled off the win yeah. on the road against TCU, ranked TCU at that. Uh, so now we're moving over to the 3.30 game, CBS. How about that? How does that sound? 3.30, you've got a Big Ten matchup on CBS. I don't know. We're sitting here in, in Hurricane Sports Cafe, surrounded by 10 huge televisions. Yeah, yeah these are. i got to rework all my channel lineups now. Yeah, because you're Big looking 10. for the SEC game. What, what is that on CBS? Yeah. What, what is this? Big Ten matchup by the Buckeyes of Ohio State, number three. Open up Big Ten Conference play in week one, going on the road to take on the Indiana Hoosiers. Again, that is 3.30 on CBS. Then you've got Boise State on the road at number 10, Washington, 3.30 ABC. A lot of people, a lot of hype around the number 10 Washington Huskies this year. Foreshadowing right there, maybe? Yeah, maybe, maybe right there. So uh, that is on ABC. Then you've got uh, number one, Georgia, national champion, uh, going for the three-peat this year, they're open with UT Martin at home, 6 p.m. on the SEC Network. Really, the only reason we're mentioning that game because, I mean, they are the 
two-time defending national champion. So you kind of got to bring up what they're doing in week one. Uh, West Virginia, the Mountaineers, at number seven, Penn State, 7.30 p.m. on NBC. Uh, that should be, that's kind of an intriguing game. Uh, Not really sure. Didn't even write it down. No, because I you think, forgot about it no, or you I just think don't Penn think State's it's going to roll through. Penn State's good this year. Penn State is really good this year. Uh, next, we've got uh, 7.30 p.m. ABC College Game Day up in Charlotte. You've got number 21, UNC Tar Heels, taking on your South Carolina game. South Carolina hosting. Yeah, hosting UNC at the neutral Charlotte. site. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the neutral site in uh, you know. in Charlotte. But uh, I, I don't know. I wish they play this game every year. Yeah, I wish I, I wish they play it every year. First game of the season. Yeah, first game of the season. I love it. Yeah, who knows? In a couple of years, North Carolina may be in the same conference as South Carolina. Who knows? But speaking but, speaking of uh, that game, another shameless plug for the restaurant, uh, Hurricane Sports Cafe will be giving away. A uh, Connor Shaw jersey. Oh, look at that. Connor Shaw. Is he still on the staff? Wasn't he on the staff at, at uh, one point? He was at one point. I don't think he is. Yeah, you don't think he is anymore. But it uh, does not change the fact we're given a brand new Connor Shaw jersey. Brand new. There you go. Brand so, new Connor Shaw jersey. Yeah, that brings out. tag still on. There you go. There you go. So, so the Gamecocks neutral site against the North Carolina Tar Heels, ranked number 21 in the country, 7.30 p.m. on ABC. We'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. Addison's is not here, but I think this is an intriguing game. Coastal Carolina goes all the way to the West Coast to take on Chip Kelly's UCLA Bruins. A, a nice start of 10.30 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, that'll, be your, that'll be the closing crowd here at Hurricane Sports Cafe uh, watching that one. But, yeah, Coastal Carolina going on the road at UCLA in that one. And then another Big Ten matchup. We're getting over to Sunday now. We've got Northwestern. What an offseason they had. Oh, my goodness. Northwestern at Rutgers. Uh, that's Sunday noon. Another Big Ten matchup on CBS. <laughs> Northwestern at Rutgers. That's Sunday, September 3rd, noon on CBS. And then the biggest game of the weekend. The biggest game of the weekend, 7.30, Sunday night on ABC. You've got number five LSU. At number eight, FSU, huge, well, it's not at, it's a neutral site, Orlando, down in Orlando, Florida State, the home team, but it's a neutral site, uh, yeah, just like it feel, was last how year. How do you feel about these neutral sites and the home Yeah, 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 I mean, I, I kind of understand it, but yeah, I mean, how cool would it have been to see Florida State actually playing at LSU last year in Death Valley, in their version of Death Valley, and then playing the, the Tigers going over to Tallahassee uh, to take on the Seminoles, but it's a neutral site game down in Orlando, but yeah. The biggest game of the weekend. Number five, LSU. At number eight, FSU. We know Alston's going with LSU. He loves him some Brian <laughs> Kelly. So I know he's he's saying go Tigers uh, to get that win uh, this coming weekend. And then on Monday night to wrap up the weekend, uh, oh, what we call the opening weekend of college football, you've got number nine, Clemson Tigers, on the road up in Durham, North Carolina, taking on the Duke Blue Devils. That's at 8 p.m. on ESPN. So we've touched on a little bit on some of the games, Austin. What's some other uh, some other games that's standing out to you? Yeah, I want to I want to focus on LSU and FSU. No, I'm perfect. I, mean, I, 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 you know how I feel about Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> Great coach. Yeah, yeah. But team looks good. Yeah, they do. This is a huge, huge game. Yes, it uh, is. I think either way, and in it leads me into my thoughts on on. Later in the season championship, but either way, both these teams bounce back. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, everything is in front of them after this game. Now, obviously, you get a right. little leg up if you get the win. But. You get a huge leg up. Yeah. And it's interesting to see. I got FSU upsetting – I mean, sorry. Yeah, FSU upsetting LSU. There you go. But uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm happy to see Brian Kelly get a loss to start off the season. <laughs> but, well, there's, there's so much hype around Florida State this year. The media wants Florida State and Texas and USC – but mainly Florida State, Texas, to be back so bad. Florida State's good. They've got a very talented roster, brought in a lot of transfers uh, this year. Jordan Travis at quarterback. But, you know, here's a little old LSU, you know, number five team in the country, top five. Nobody's talking about them. Everybody's talking about, oh, does Georgia repeat? You know, Alabama, you know, I saw a lot of people picking Alabama on college game day on Saturday to win the national championship. And, Nobody's really talking about a top five preseason, very talented, well coached LSU Tigers in this you know in this season. Nobody's really talking about them. They're like the third, they're the forgotten team in the SEC this year for some reason. Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get the yeah they're talented. The Bama hype either. Oh, I don't either. Yeah, so, and we'll get into yeah that we'll get into that when we get into I'll, the conference. I'll leave it there. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave it there. Uh, so Brian Kelly obviously was a big discussion last year on the college football preview episode with him being one of the new coaches uh, in a power five conference coming over from independent Notre Dame. Uh, Yeah. Now we've got, now we're going to this year's new head coaches in power five conferences and we've already brought them up. We're going to go, let's go ahead and give me your, your pick for your pick for best. Who, who wins new head coach right now? Who wins new head coach right now? Who wins best new head coach power five? Uh, I mean, I love Nebraska with Matt Rule. I think that's a great that's a great hire. Um, I do not like Auburn with Hugh Freeze. <laughs> huge freeze. Um, yeah, huge freeze. Uh, they'll be under sanctions here in a few years if that's even still possible. I don't even know if that's that's a thing. But uh, I'm going to go off off the uh, off the grid here a little bit. I'm going Louisville with Jeff Brom, former Cardinal. And he did amazing things at Purdue. Took Purdue as about as far as you can take Purdue, and always had one of the best offenses offenses in the Big Ten. He's going to a a Louisville team that's not lacking on talent. Uh, you know, Scott Satterfield had a pretty talented team there, but just kind of lost kind of lost his edge there as running the program. And uh, but I think Jeff Brom at Louisville is a great fit for them. Obviously, we don't know what the future of the ACC is. We don't know what the future of Louisville is. But I think that was a great hire uh, for the Louisville Cardinals. Scott Satterfield. Scott Satterfield. So, so the former Louisville coach moving over to App State. Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Now he's over at Cincinnati. He replaced Luke Fickle, who's now at Wisconsin. So I mean, that's a good fit, obviously in the Big Twelve this year. Well, um, he's got defense. Louisville's defense coordinator coming over. Yeah, and then he brought in. Um, I can't remember uh, App State's uh, OC, but he's coming yeah. with him. Okay. Came with him to Cincinnati. I like I like Scott Satterfield. Okay, it's Cincinnati going into the Big Twelve. Uh, so let's go over to the Pac twelve here to get started with uh, just every new head coach in the Power Five conferences. We've already talked talked about in prime time. Deion Sanders taking over Colorado, previously the head coach at Jackson State. Uh, we'll see what he can do in his first season. Arizona State getting Kenny Dillingham, uh, previously the offensive coordinator at Oregon under Dan Lanning. And then Stanford, as we're recording this, could be joining the ACC right now. I have no idea. Uh, but Troy Taylor 
previously the head coach at the powerhouse that is Sacramento State. And, uh, I mean, he was at the top of everybody's list. Everybody's list. They wanted Troy Taylor. Could be a good coach. I don't know. But Sacramento State doesn't really – I'm not really – haven't really been following Sacramento State football ever. So hopefully things work out for Stanford, especially if they come over to the ACC. Uh, you know, you got to get those West Coast teams That's over the Atlantic Coast up. Conference. That's a big jump up. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But uh, so that is your new head coaches in the Pac-12. We'll go over to the Big Ten now. Purdue. We already mentioned uh, Jeff Brom going over to Louisville. So Purdue brings in Ryan Walters, previously the defensive coordinator at Illinois. I think that's a great hire. Obviously changing, you know, the dynamic there, going from an offensive-led team to over a defensive-led team. Uh, We've already mentioned it. Wisconsin Badgers, known for their defense, going to be a top-10 defense every single year. Uh, And they bring in one of the best defensive coaches uh, in Luke Fickle, obviously former head coach at Cincinnati. Nebraska, getting former Carolina Panthers head coach, Baylor Bears before that, Matt Rule joining the Cornhuskers. And then Northwestern, crazy offseason. Pat Fitzgerald gone. Investigations. Craziness all over the place. Previously, defensive coordinator at Northwestern gets promoted to the head coaching job, David Braun. What do you think, though? I want to go back. Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. And then Matt Rule going to Northwestern. What's your thoughts on those two? I always like Luke Fickle. And I think him at Wisconsin might be a good a good fit. Yeah. Now Matt Rule, I think, was let go early mm-hmm. in Carolina. Yeah, he was. I think he's a really good coach. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm anxious to see how it goes uh, in college. I don't know much about Matt Rule other than you know seeing him uh, at Carolina. Yeah. But from everything that I've read about him, everything I've heard from players and everything, he knows his stuff. Yeah. yeah, he was a great coach at Baylor. Uh, but yeah, I want to go back to Luke Fickle at Wisconsin. Phil Longo, the highly touted offensive coordinator at North Carolina, now moves over to Wisconsin and brings this high-powered spread offense over to Wisconsin, who has for years has been I-formation, power run game, lean on your defense, bringing this high-powered, exciting offense into Wisconsin. I mean, th- this I think this is the most intriguing uh, those t- corn huskers. Yeah, those corn huskers of Wisconsin. Yeah, the corn huskers. That's why I wanted to touch on these two at the same time. That's why I touched. But I mean, really, I think in the long run, yeah, I talked about Jeff Brom, but I mean Luke Fickle with Phil Longo, who may be a head coach soon. Yeah. But while he has him in Wisconsin, it's very interesting to see how they transform that Badger program uh, when they took over this year and into the future. The Big Twelve. I mean, I, I could say, well, now all these coaches are Power Five coaches. All these teams joining them, but we're also you've already mentioned that Cincinnati, Scott Satterfield, previously at Louisville, comes over to Cincinnati, who's kind of established themselves as that top Group of Five team. Now they're joining a Power Five conference in the Big Twelve. Now let's jump over to the ACC. We've already talked about them. Jeff Brom coming over from Purdue, uh, the head coach there. Now he's the head coach at Louisville. Uh, Georgia Tech now going to Brent Key, promoting him from offensive line uh, coach and assistant head coach at Georgia Tech. He was, he is now the head man up in Atlanta for the Yellow Jackets. And then Virginia Tech, I'll be honest with you, I don't know why it feels this way. I don't. Fuente was there, but it seems like this is like their fourth head coach since Frank Beamer's left, even though it's not really, I don't think. But Brent Pry, defensive coordinator from Penn State, gets the head coaching job for the Hokies up in Blacksburg. They they contacted Shane Beamer. Uh, 
he needed a little bit more money, a little bit more money to go up to Blacksburg to take that head coaching job. Uh, but he's still there in Columbia, Austin. Don't don't worry. But speaking yeah, of, I, I think he'll be there for a few more years. A few more years, a few more years. Is that because you're going to let him go? Or no, <laughs> no. You know me. I always, I always think these days college coaches get they get on the hot seat a little too quick. Oh yeah, they definitely. Do. And especially, I mean, I'm not talking about South Carolina in particular. Yeah. The SEC as a whole. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take long for fans to get impatient in the SEC. Well, I think it's about time for uh, some of them. Jim. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I think they said if he gets fired. Seventy-seven million dollars he'll be owed, or something like that. That's crazy, uh, crazy. Worth every penny. I, I, I mean, he's bringing in Bobby Petrino, man. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Petrino. You know, you know how I feel about Bobby. Yeah, yeah. They uh, that 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 would be an entertaining dynamic to watch. Uh, watch this upcoming season. But sticking right there in the SEC, I've already said you can go ahead and turn on the the countdown clock here. Event Auburn will be under NCAA investigation, bringing in former Liberty head coach. You freeze. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing out there in Auburn. Uh, but Mississippi State, obviously. Obviously, Mike Leach passing away uh, last December. Zach Arnett, the defensive coordinator at that time, uh, takes over as the head coach. Mississippi State, a little bit of a sleeper there out there in the SEC West. Dartful's getting excited. I'm worried. You're worried, yeah. The Gamecocks, the Bulldogs, yeah. the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, they're a lot of lot – of there are a lot of teams. I mean, obviously not to win the West, yeah. uh, but uh, make a little noise. Yeah, make a little noise out there in the SEC West. So that's a look at your new head coaches in the Power Five conferences. Uh, will be Power Four next year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, who, <laughs> who knows where we're going to be next year? That is true. So now we're going to get to some picks. We're getting over to our conference Power Five conference championship picks we've kind of hinted at some maybe some of our picks earlier in the episode uh so Austin, i've got them in order here of how i listed them out just alphabetical order but same, you same here do you want to just go alphabetical here or sure, do you want to kind of sure. jump around sure all right so let's go we'll to the start of the big 12 oh. <laughs> so let's go let's start right here in the acc uh alston so we'll rotate here i'll let you pick sure me and then i'll go first, first i'll go ACC. first in the next conference sorry but. to disappoint you Okay. FSU will be the ACC champion. Okay. Florida, I mean, that's, I mean, a lot of people are picking that. Florida State is, they're the team that's getting hyped. A lot of people aren't you. Yeah, a lot of people, well, we'll see. But I will ask you this before we get to my pick. So do you have them beaten Clemson or do you have them beaten somebody else? You've got them knocking off the Tigers in Charlotte. Who do you have winning the first matchup? Obviously, we'll touch on this later, but you've got Clemson winning home. That's that's a popular pick. Clemson gets the win at home. It goes up into Charlotte and then loses to Florida State. Uh, so I've got the same conference championship, and I kind of want to break this down because each conference is a little bit different this year. ACC, I think you got two teams by themselves. That's it. Clemson, Florida State. Nobody else is going to go to the ACC championship. Well, eh, no, nobody else is going to uh, go. North you've the best quarterback in the conference. That's true, and you've got the worst defense in maybe the country <laughs> the last couple of years with the Tar Heels. So I think Clemson takes on Florida State in the I'm ACC championship game. I'm going to give my game. man May a little bit of credit there. He's good. He will take North Carolina as far as he can take him by himself because he's not going to get any help, I don't think, from that defense. Uh, but I'm taking the Tigers. I, it's, it's not that I'm being you know a Clemson homer. It's because prove to me. I want Florida State to prove to me that they're back. No, because, 
And gotcha. and I'm not going to believe it until I see it. They are a truly talented team. They may have more of a talented roster top to bottom than Clemson this year. I think they do. But I think Clemson is proven. Seven out of the last eight conference championships, even in their down year when they didn't win the conference, they were one game away from going to the ACC championship. Florida State's three losses last year all came in the ACC. Yeah. So prove it to me first. Well, I, I – and we'll touch on this when we talk about Clemson. I do agree with you about the, the, the proven factor, right? Yeah. FSU's not there. I do have them picked. We'll get into it a little bit later with Clemson, how I think they're going to fare. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. FSU just looks they, they're 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 loaded. They are loaded. Uh, so let's jump over to the Big Ten here. And I'll go first here. The Big Ten. So this conference, this conference is – so the ACC's got two teams. The Big Ten has three. Yeah. This Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Basically, who are you picking out of that division to win the conference? I've got the Wolverines taking on Luke Fickle in his first year with Phil Longo. The Wisconsin Badgers go into the Big Ten championship game. But I like the Wolverines to get the Big Ten conference championship once again under Jim Harbaugh. Samesies. Samesies. I mean, exactly the same. It's exactly the same. Yeah, I mean... I've seen some Ohio States. I've seen a little bit of Marvin Penn Harrison State. Jr. Marvin Harrison Jr. Haven't Heisman. settled on a quarterback. Heisman hopeful. Yeah, Heisman hopeful, the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I like Michigan. They got Blake Corum at the running back. J.J. McCarthy at quarterback. I really like that defense, the offensive line. He's what? He's he's a red shirt. Senior, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the, the, I mean, the offensive line is right up there with some of the best in the country. I like his experience because he, he's been in, he's been out, he's watched, and he's played. Yep. So I really like McCarthy coming back this year. I, I just don't see how you can go against Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, especially the run they've been on with Ohio State here uh, the last few years. And they get the Buckeyes at home yep. uh, this year to end the season. Now let's go over to the Big 12. Austin, are they back? I'm not going to bet them. Mm-hmm. Ever? Them. You've learned your lesson. Learned, you, you know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I've never bet on Texas for anything. Yeah. But I got them picked to win the Big 12. I won't put money on it, but I will pick them. Okay. You know, they got they got you know, $2 million rookie card. Guy. Yeah, yeah. On the, on the bench. bench. <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> on the bench. Hasn't thrown the ball yet. Yeah, I ain't a pass. Game. Oh, jeez. Arch Manning is the savior. Yeah, Arch Manning. Not this um, year. but so. I don't know. Sark. Like him, hate him. He's, he's, a, good he's a good coach. He's a good coach. He's, he's a good coach. coach. And uh, so, who do you have them knocking off in the Big Twelve Championship? I didn't. You I don't didn't even know. know. And 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 it's I funny. Because it, there was. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because like I've kind of been talking about two teams in the ACC, three in the Big Ten, one. Yeah. There's one ten. One team in the Big Twelve. Everybody else just you know flip a coin. You have you have no idea in the Big Twelve who to pick beyond Texas. I don't think Texas is back, but they're the best team yeah. in the Big Twelve this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're they're a good squad. They have talent. Oh yeah, they're ta- they're they the most talented the roster, talent. top to bottom. They got a good coach, like we said, with Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, I think it's the best year that that they could have this team hmm. right now going against the joke of the conference. Yeah, and they're going to build off of it. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't know if I'd go as far as saying Joe. I mean, it's just I think it's a bunch of middle of the road teams well, that are all the that are all the same. 
so you don't really know who to pick. So I'm going with the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech somehow, some way, is going to pull off a win late that's going to be able to sneak into the yeah. Big 12 championship game. And I, I, the Longhorns, like I said, I don't think they're back, but I think they win the Big 12 championship in the final year in the conference. And uh, they, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Maybe close, maybe. We'll see. We'll discuss see that later. But I think they do get the Big 12 conference championship. Now, over to the the uh, the final year of the Pac-12 conference. The final year of the Pac-12 conference. Now, to me, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I've broken down the conferences, three teams, two teams, one team's Pac-12. I think this is sad. This is the most entertaining conference in college football this year. You've got USC, you've got Oregon, you've got Utah, you've got Washington, you've got Oregon State, you've got UCLA down there with Chip Kelly, fringe top 25 team probably by the end of the season. This this is the most exciting conference in college football. May not be able to watch any of their games, but... They're the most entertaining. I think they're the best conference in college football this year just because of how good they are at the top. Do they have a really elite team? We don't know yet. But just the top five teams at that conference, I think this thing is wide open. I think they're going to beat each other up. I can see the conference champion, conference championship matchup having two teams that have two losses each in the conference. But you know who I got to go with here. My Utah Utes. Yeah. I was back and forth with Oregon State sneaking in to the Pac-12 championship, but I, I trust Utah to make it once again to the Pac-12 championship, but they won't get three in a row. They will not win three in a row. I got to go with the Trojans. No. I got to go with the Trojans. I'm not buying into the their defense is horrible against San Jose State because I don't know what they showed. It's early. It's San Jose State. Who knows what they were showing? But they've got the best show quarterback. They'll show you something. They got the best quarterback in college football. Lincoln Riley can win a conference. He can't win a playoff game, but he can win a conference championship. And I think that's exactly what USC is going to do. Do they make the playoffs? We'll find out a little bit later. But I think the Trojans get the Pac-12 championship over Utah, getting that revenge. But this Pac-12, I'm telling you, Pac-12 stay up late this year when you're watching college football and catch some of these Pac-12 matchups because I think this is the most entertaining conference in 2023. I don't know. Utah, you know Utah plays good defense. Oregon State, when they get that chainsaw going, I don't know if you've watched an Oregon State game at 1030 at night, but that that stadium is lit. And they hear that you get that chainsaw going in the background. I mean, that's a tough place to play, but they play more of a balanced pro-style attack. Uh, But, I mean, Oregon's really good this year. Uh, and Washington's really good this year. Well, you know, speaking of the Beavers, DJU, DJU, DJU. and that's why my heartstrings was telling DJU me DJU back in prime. Yeah, DJ, that fit. Was, fit. I think it's a fit. That's a fit. No, I mean him being fit. Oh yeah, he's fit. Yeah, but uh, I got Oregon State. I crossed off Oregon State yesterday. Losing. Oh, losing. Well, that's fine. To Washington. To Washington. There you go. I had the Beavers losing to USC originally, but I, I couldn't go I against can't Utah. Pick, I, after watching. That game, yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that, but DJU, elite, elite, elite DJU had his problems at yeah. Clemson, his own problems. But I also think the offensive coordinator did nothing 
And we that, said that he fit in. Yeah, he fits. He fits he in with fit Oregon in. State. He fits. Yeah. He's a he's a pro style quarterback now in a pro style system. So I'm excited to see what he does this year uh, for Oregon State. Uh, so you've got the Beavers losing to Washington. to Washington. I think that's a good that's a good matchup there. And it, I mean, we both have different teams. We've got four teams between the two of us in the Pac-12 championship. I just think that shows you neither one of us had Oregon. Yeah. So, I mean, that just shows you how good this conference is at the top this year. So, I think exciting college football this year in 2023 for the Pac-12 conference. Now, let's get over. I did want to say, though, I, going back, uh, I think uh, Oklahoma has a, a better season than they did last year for your, for your man. Obviously, I know we're jumping back conferences. But, yeah. uh, going to the Big 12? I, I, yeah. I think uh, Venables is, is going to do a bit better than last season. Can't do much worse. But uh, <laughs> I know you're big. I mean, big I, I said last year that I was one. I was worried about the kind of season they were going to have. I'm worried again. I mean, I'm wondering where is that line for Oklahoma fans to where they're just going to lose their patience. Listen, we're going to the SEC. We can't be only winning seven, eight games. I would tell in the you, it's going to be after the first year of the SEC. It could be. It could be. And they're five hundred ball for the first year in the SEC. Yeah, and they're getting laughed at. They could be five hundred this year. I, I have no idea what to expect out of Oklahoma. I don't. Ex- I think they're right there in that mess of teams uh, with Kansas State, with Texas Tech, with TCU, with UCF, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Who knows? It could. It could very well. So, speaking of South Carolina, we're going to jump over to the SEC. You've got them winning the SEC championship. <laughs> no, but let's get to your SEC picks. Is it my turn? Or it's your turn. It's your turn. I just did the Pac-12. So, who do you have in the Alabama. championship game? Alabama. You will just not. Me. Will not. Okay. All right. Will not will make not. it to the championship Will game. not make it to LSU Atlanta. versus Georgia. LSU versus Georgia. And who do you have winning it? You got, you're going Georgia Bulldogs. Everybody's going Georgia Bulldogs. You're going Georgia Bulldogs. How huh? can you not? How can you not? Well, I'll show you right here. <laughs> LSU is my SEC West champion. You're not going to say Tennessee. I've got them winning the Alabama matchup. That's going to decide who That's goes to this yes, conference championship. Absolutely. LSU will go to Atlanta. I'm trying to cheat and look at the paper. Take on the Georgia Bulldogs and get the win. Brian Kelly in his second season at the helm down in the bayou. Getting that SEC title, getting the win over the Georgia Bulldogs, LSU, your 2023 SEC champions. What do you say? Be a sad day. <laughs> the SEC in my former home of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. It would be a sad. Day. I don't. I don't hear the the accent like Brian Kelly. Brian <laughs> Kelly's got that accent. You just. I don't know he what does. you got. You know? He does. <laughs> See, whenever I went to Louisiana, my my Carolina accent stayed with. Stay with you. It didn't take his his long. I don't even know what kind of accent he's got. But uh, anyways, LSU. I've got I LSU don't Tigers. You don't. I don't you want don't want it. I don't like it. I don't want it. Uh, so I've got LSU getting. I, but I don't have Bama winning. I got LSU. I don't have beating. Bama going. Yeah, he's got, uh, Saban's got a new offense coordinator, new defense coordinator. He's got four quarterbacks. He's got four quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. Used every, to be, if you got two, you got none. You go. He's got four. I don't know that means. he's had a new OC and a new DC. Yeah, I, I don't know what to expect out of them this year. I, I just don't see how you got people picking them to win the national championship. He doesn't even know who his quarterback is. I mean, I, I don't know what to expect uh, in the SEC this year out of Alabama. But I, I like. I, I mean, we both agree LSU Georgia. We just uh, differ on our conference champion. So now let's. So, so, so what do we have? We had different ACC, same same Big matchup. 10. 
Different Big 12, different Pac-12, different SEC. Well, I guess, yeah, same SEC matchup. I think that's the only other one we had the same matchup, but different, uh, but different champion. Uh, so let's go off the grid a little bit here, just a little bit. Uh, we're going to discuss the group of five teams. Best chance, obviously we started this discussion because of what Cincinnati did under Luke Fickle. Best chance to make the college football playoff as a group of five team. Austin, who do you think? So we'll start back in Louisiana. Back in Louisiana, there you go. The my, Green Wave, my my former my former city of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Tulane is ranked twenty fourth right now. Schedule not that strong, but you got a week two matchup against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. If you win that, your your mid teens, maybe thirteen, fourteen, depending on how everything else plays out. Mm-hmm. Then Memphis, who's who's going to be a decent team. Which, that's who the ACC should be calling, by the way, but they're not calling yeah. for whatever reason. Tulane as well. I think they should be going yeah, after Tulane. I agree with that. You beat Memphis, and you got a Thanksgiving Day matchup. on Thanksgiving Day, November twenty fifth. Yeah, that would be. It would be. It's the last week of the season. Yeah. So last you got a, a a last game of the season against uh, UTSA, who's going to be top twenty five by the end of the season, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. So I think Tulane may not be the best. Power Five school, but I think they might have the best route uh, if they can knock off those three teams mm-hmm. and some crazy things happen along the way, which is how any group of five. Yeah, is yeah, make that's it. you're exactly right. And it's it's interesting you point those matchups out because I also and I love UTSA. Yeah, I think you're. I mean, you're right. It's either Tulane or UTSA. I, you know, that's pretty much what the the consensus is. I'm also going the Green Wave, and it's. I mean, we're right there together. I think Tulane has the easier out of conference. They do take on Ole Miss, but it's at home. They get the Rebels at home. UTSA has to go on the road to Knoxville to take on Tennessee. So I like Tulane's chance to get a big win out of conference. And then Tulane gets, you you alluded to it earlier, the Roadrunners come to Tulane at the end of the season. If, and obviously I'm, I'm going with the Green Wave in that matchup. UTSA, I'm in, in, and that all is predicated on if UTSA can crack the top 25 at the end of the season. And Tulane still sitting undefeated. Yeah, I, I like hope. it. I do want to give you two surprise teams, though. Two teams to keep your eyes on in the group of five. I've got two of them for you. Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. Okay. And then SMU, the future ACC school, yeah. Southern Methodist. Uh, I've watched those two teams. Very good I'm on always, the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And so I, I think keep your eye on those two. Those could be some sleepers always, that may fall in at the back end of the top 25 at the end of the year. always enjoy watching SMU. Typically a very good offense. Kentucky, Hilltoppers, not so much. Yeah. You know, but yeah. whatever. But no, I, 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 I think my sister-in-law actually went to, went to that school. The Western Kentucky? Yeah. That's why you don't pay attention to them? Exactly. Is that <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah, so I think those are your two. I think it's a photojournalism school. Yeah, okay, photojournalism. That's a weird what does that even Priority mean? major to first uh, school. We're getting trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So surprise teams: Western Kentucky and SMU for the group of five. I also where, think she didn't even know what the mascot was. The so that tells you. What's this red? <laughs> what's this red? Uh, what's the candy? Mike and Ike or whatever it is. It looks like the hilltopper or whatever it is. Oh man! <laughs> All right. So let's get over now to Clemson, South Carolina. Obviously, college football fans here. We love all of college football, but I'm a Clemson fan, also South Carolina fan. So just like we did last year on the podcast, we're going to go game by game and give our our 
win-loss prediction and see where we are with the record last year. I don't have the exact numbers, but I know Austin was closer of course it was. on the Clemson record last year. And, and Austin and I were both, I think, at 7-5 and five last year with the Gamecocks. They went 8-5 because they lost yeah. the bowl game. We went 8-5. Yeah, we only picked the regular season games, so 12 games. Because who knows? Yeah, because who knows. But we will start right here, week one. Clemson at Duke. South Carolina, neutral site, up in Charlotte, taking on the Tar Heels of North Carolina. I'll go ahead and give you my picks. I'm going with the Tigers over Duke. Uh, Mike Elko has done great things for the Blue Devils this year. Maybe a better team this year, but his conference, his schedule is way tougher this year for the Duke Blue Devils. But I like Clemson to get the win. Garrett Riley gets to showcase that new offense Monday night, uh, prime time. I like the Tigers to get on the get the win up in Durham. And then I've already said it. I, I don't know what to believe from Spencer Radler because he was up and down, inconsistent all last year, and then he had a strong finish. He had a very strong finish to the season. They did have a lot of transfer transfers. Uh, SEC, they have the least amount of returning players in the conference. Only seven starters returning for the Gamecocks this year. Could be problems in conference. North Carolina's defense is pathetic. And I have not seen them prove me otherwise. So I'm going with the Gamecocks to win a high-scoring affair. Spencer Rattler, Drake May both lighting up the scoreboard. But because of the unknown with the Tar Heels defense, I have no idea if they're going to be able to stop anybody this year. I'm going with Gamecocks to win. Yeah, I think this thing's going to be in the 40s. And I think the Gamecocks get the win. So, I'll start with Clemson-Duke. I I like Duke. I like where they are as a program. You look at the past four or five years and and their progression. But obviously, bad luck playing Clemson the first week of the season. Yeah. I think if Duke catches them after a a hard streak in the ACC, there's a chance, maybe. Uh, But I see Clemson winning that one. Probably two to three touchdowns. UNC Carolina. Yeah, Spencer Rattler, unknown, although it seems pretty positive. Of course, it's going to be positive out of camp. but A lot of momentum. A lot lot of of momentum. A lot of momentum. With that, there's a lot of quarterback depth as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You and I both talked at at length about Luke Doty. Uh, I think I, I'm surprised that he did not transfer out last year. I was too. I, was um, too. I think he would be starting at most places he went to. Uh, but you you say it's going to be high scoring on both sides. I think Carolina's defense is much improved. I like their their linebacking core uh, and their defensive line as well. But I think the issues they have will be in the secondary, which doesn't match up well. With, no, it doesn't match up with North Carolina very well. So, uh, I think Carolina, South Carolina, does get the win. Um, you know, it's it's hard, and I try to be as, as objective as I can. But I don't know, man. I just see Spencer Rattler coming out starting hot this season. I mean, I can see it too. I mean, he's got a great opportunity, Charlotte. Primetime matchup against everybody's, I mean, the second favorite right now for the Heisman in Drake May could be the number one pick in the NFL draft next year. And you've got to take, you've got a chance to, to show him up. You know, Spencer Rattler was a high, 
you know, high-rated recruit coming out of high school, had a lot of success at Oklahoma. Things kind of went sour there at the end. Comes over to South Carolina. Didn't look that great to start, but a lot of momentum like we talked about in the season, into this season. Great opportunity for Spencer Adler and the Gamecocks week one. Week two, we got Clemson, South Carolina supporting their state schools. Yeah. In the FCS, we've got Charleston Southern going to Death Valley to take on Clemson. South Carolina Gamecocks in the home opener against at williams Bryce Stadium take on the Paladins of Furman. Win-win. 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 Uh, wins all around. Both teams starting out 2-0. and Let's get over to week three. Uh, Tom Herman, new head coach. Well, second year as head coach, I believe, uh, with Florida Atlantic. They come into Death Valley, take on the Tigers. And then the Gamecocks' first real test of the season. I don't know if it's fair to call it a test. This I mean, it's a test. It could be a tough test, <laughs> but it's still a test. Uh, going to Athens to take on probably still rated, I'm assuming, number one in the country, Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, so Austin, we. I mean, I think we're both going Clemson here. Yeah, over I got, Florida Atlantic. I Clemson yeah. over FAU. Uh, so, what do you think about the Gamecocks going on the road against the two-time back-to-back national champion Georgia Bulldogs? Uh, I don't see us winning. Uh, I'd love to see a good show. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> sure. if we're getting into the third quarter, I'll be a happy, happy. You'll man. be a happy guy. Happy guy. All right. So when they start blowing y'all out in the fourth quarter, you want me to text you and say you still happy? Uh, hey, <laughs> I was happy in the third. Oh man. Uh, so I think uh, I agree with you. I think th- this is this is going to be a tough one for the Gamecocks. So I think if this was at home, I like the Gamecocks at home against Georgia. Always seemed they play a lot better at home. Yeah. Maybe most of the time. Maybe not. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, but there is moments that the Gamecocks have had against the Georgia Bulldogs at Williams Bryce. Uh, they'll be between the hedges in week three. I'm going with the Georgia Bulldogs to get that win. Gamecocks go to two and one. Week four. Now the Tigers get their test. The Tigers host the number eight Florida State Seminoles, the team that Austin has winning the ACC. Florida State comes to town, and then the aforementioned Mississippi State Bulldogs, week four, coming into Williams Bryce to take on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Austin, who do you have? in both those week four matchups. So, uh, I think I alluded to it earlier. I got Clemson winning the first FSU matchup Mm -hmm. in a close, close game. Uh, FSU maybe still working out some kinks, but Mississippi State, new head coach, a little bit down on their luck lately. I got Carolina rolling through there. I I agree there. I think – yeah, uh, yeah, I think it, on the road, this could be one that you would see South Carolina, kind of that sandwich game there between Georgia and Tennessee. And, and it's a rough stretch. Yeah, yeah. This on, is the, you're, you're now in game two of a rough six-game stretch. Yeah, yeah. And if this was on the road, after losing to Georgia, Tennessee up next, you could see maybe where South Carolina would get tripped up here. But I like the Gamecocks at home to bounce back, get a win over a, a good Mississippi State Bulldog team. And then over in the Clemson-Florida State matchup, I think Clemson has beaten Florida State seven the last seven times. Um, I don't think Florida State has beaten Clemson since Jameis Winston came into Death Valley and got the win in their national championship season. So this is back to, to prove it. Early in the year, Clemson at home. I like Clemson to get the win over the Florida State Seminoles to go to 4-0. 
your Gamecocks now. I have them sitting at three and one, I believe. Austin, you have the Gamecocks sitting at three and one right. as well. So now we're going to week five. We got Clemson going up to Syracuse and then South Carolina on the road against Tennessee Volunteers, right now number 12 in the country. Could be a big revenge game there for the Volunteers. Uh, got embarrassed, really, in Columbia last year. Uh, I'll, I'll go first here. I like Clemson. Syracuse, for whatever reason, has given Clemson fits yep. since Dino Babers has been there. I think they'll give him fits again. But I think Clemson gets the win on the road. The Gamecocks on the road in Knoxville. I'm not buying Tennessee this year. Um, I'm, I kind of agree with you, but on the road, revenge factor. South Carolina's played two tough games back-to-back. I like Tennessee to get the win at home in a very, very close ball game, but I like the Volunteers to get the win over the Gamecocks. So I got Clemson squeaking it out against Syracuse mm-hmm. like usual. Yeah, my usual. Um, and, again, we said we're right in the midst of a, of a, of a hard stretch for Carolina. This so here's where one of the losses come. Either this game against Tennessee or next week against Florida. But you got to buy week the, the next week. You, then, you, you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I I went back on back and forth on this. The only reason I give it to Tennessee this uh, this game is the home factor. Yeah, yeah, I'm right, right over there. If this was in Columbia, I would lean towards South Carolina, yeah. especially what they did last year. But I was saying they're not going to play two games in a row. <laughs> in Columbia. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think the the at-home, a little bit of that revenge factor, I think Tennessee finds a way to get it done and get the win over the Gamecocks. So the Gamecocks suffer their second loss of the season. Uh, we agree on that up in Knoxville. So now we're moving over to week six. South Carolina, we've already said it. They've got the bye this week. Clemson taking on the Demon Deacons. No Sam Hartman up in uh, Winston-Salem this year for the Demon Deacons. I think Wade Forrest is going to have a rough year. This year, I think Clemson takes care of business against Wake Forest. It's a, uh, it's it's definitely going to be night and day from from last season. Yeah, for Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I don't think there's. I think this game's going to be night and day because that game <laughs> that game was in the fifties last year. I don't think there's going to be a question here. Yeah, I agree. Clemson, with Clemson carries on through. Yeah, I think Clemson wins big. I'm in agreement there. So Clemson's sitting at six and zero right now. Your Gamecocks sitting at was this four and two? No. Three and two, Gamecocks at three and two at this point in the season. Clemson at six and zero oh for both of us. Week yes. seven, Tigers get a bye. The Gamecocks take on Billy Napier and the Florida Gators in Columbia. They get the Gators at home this year. Who do you like in that matchup? So again, this was the flip flop, right? Either mm-hmm. Tennessee or Florida. You're going to lose one of them. I think you lose to Tennessee. I think you get the win in Columbia against Florida. Yeah, I agree with you. I think. Florida's not quite there under under Billy Napier. New quarterback is heading in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, Let's get the win. But I think at at home, Williams Bryce after the bye week, yeah. two weeks to prepare for the Gators. I like the Gamecocks getting the win. Weather's starting to cool down. A little yeah, bit. weather's starting to get a little bit nicer up in Columbia, up in the Midlands of South Carolina. <laughs> the the Gamecocks get the win, so we've got them going to four and two at that point of the year. The Tigers sitting at six and zero. Oh. So let's go over to Week Eight. Clemson. Could this be a tough road game for the Tigers this year? Who knows? It's the Miami Hurricanes uh, at Miami in Week Eight. Gamecocks, the Battle of Columbia. Yeah, you got Mizzou. Missouri Tigers 
Which we always... On the road. Always. On the road. It seems has tr- have trouble. Yeah, Missouri does seem to give you trouble. So, two road games for both teams. Uh, I'll start here. I, I have no idea what to expect out of Mario Cristobal in Miami this year. Yeah. I have no clue. Uh, for that reason, I like Clemson to get the win. Could be close. Could be a blowout. Who knows? But I like Clemson to get the win. This is another. This is my. This is an example of the schedule for the Gamecocks this year. If this game was at home, I'd go with the Gamecocks. But it's on the road at Missouri. Missouri has a very talented defense this year. I think Missouri finds a way to win in a low-scoring game. I like Missouri at home to get the win over the Gamecocks. Not so fast. You know. Not so fast. No, I got Carolina taking this one. Uh, taking the trophy back to the rifle, Columbia. To the area. real Columbia. Is that yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is your oopsie game in, in, in Clemson. This is you on the road in Miami. On the road. I have heard that Miami's supposed to be really good in the trenches this year, especially on the offensive line. This so, is the overlooked game. You got North Carolina State. You're not even looking at North Carolina State, right? You're looking at Notre Dame. You're yeah. two weeks out. Two weeks out. Yeah, well, that's two weeks double out. Look that's ahead. what you're looking at. Oh wow, North Carolina State. Come on. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think this is a slip up for Clemson. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard that predicted. Miami, like I said, is supposed to be good in the trenches. I don't know what else they have. Don't know what to expect. Yeah, don't know what to expect with them. But you've got the Tigers falling in Coral Gables this year against the Hurricanes. So let's go over to Week Nine now. You just said it, Raleigh at North Carolina State. Clemson's overlooking them as well. Uh, Coming off the win for me, coming off the loss for They're Austin. They're overlooking them for good reason. Yeah, for good reason. The Gamecocks going back on the road again. Uh, same as Clemson here. Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, and Bobby Petrino. What's going on out there in College Station? Uh, Austin, who do you have in those two matchups? Does Jimbo get the boot after Carolina beats A&M? <laughs> so you got the Gamecocks winning in College Station. Yes, I do. Wow. Does Jimbo Back to back road wins? You got him on a three game win streak here, guys. Does Jimbo get fired? No. After Carolina beats No. You don't think so? There's no way they're paying that. Who knows what his buyout would be before the season ended? (laughs) It's probably in the 80s somewhere. They're Uh, not. They are stuck with Jimbo, whether they like it or not. Yeah, upsettingly stuck with Jimbo. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, I don't really know. I think Jimbo's a good coach. I don't know what's going wrong out there. It could be just, just that Texas money it starts it's messing with not you. Where he needs to be. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I just don't think the Gamecocks on the road again. If this was at home, the Gamecocks got the win last year at home over Texas A&M. At the time, it was a big win. We found out later in the year it wasn't that big yeah. of a win. Um, I think this is another tough, hard-fought game for the Gamecocks, but I think at home in College Station, I think Texas A&M finds a way to get the win, back-to-back losses for the Gamecocks. Did you even did you even give your Clemson pick over NC State? I think you picked yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, not even Norm. Uh, Raleigh's a tough place for Clemson to win, but I think this year uh, they'll take care of business against the Wolfpack, leading into the big matchup, Week Ten at home. Last time they played Notre Dame at home, it was a hurricane going on. Clemson got the win. The Gamecocks will be taking on the Gamecocks of Jacksonville State. Uh, I'll go first here because I know you're you're waiting to talk about your Fighting Irish against the Tigers. So I'll go first. Obviously, I got South Carolina winning over Jacksonville State. They get back in the win column. We've been in the win column. 
you've been in the winning column for you. Yeah. Uh, this was my coin flip game because I saw what the Fighting Irish did to that Clemson defensive line last year. Um, they know Sam Hartman. They know how he plays. I think Clemson is actually a better, more veteran defense this year. In Death Valley, Clemson's going to have a ton on the line at this point. We should try to go to that game. That would be great. You go ahead and uh, get us tickets. Maybe Hurricanes can can uh, set us up. But I like the Tigers here. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a great, phenomenal game, just like it was last time they came to Death Valley. But I think Clemson at home, very good defense this year. I think they have a little bit more on the offense. If they can just control the run game of Notre Dame, I think Sam Hartman, Clemson knows Sam Hartman. They've played him enough. They know his tendencies. I, I like Clemson in another close, low-scoring matchup with the Fighting Irish, but I like Clemson to get the win here. Is Clemson's secondary able to outplay Sam Are you asking me? Yeah. Yes. I don't think your D-line's going to outplay their They line. No, no, no. At that point, you're hoping to at least – cancel each other out. You're not going to dominate them on the run game. you just got to contain them somehow in the run game. But Clemson's struggles last year was their passing offense, their passing defense. They had a young secondary, and they had a beat-up secondary last year. They're healthy this year. They're really deep this year and way more experienced. I think Nate Wiggins is one of the top corners in the country, not getting enough uh, publicity for him this year. I think their secondary, are they going to be the top secondary in the country? I don't know, but they are going to be way better than they were last season. This is Clemson's second loss of the season. You've got the Tigers falling two two times in a three week span here, and one at home. I can see it. I can see, not the Miami. I don't see them losing to Miami, but at home, There's I can see them losing this game. game there. There's going to be an oopsie game during the season. Yeah. I think it's Miami. Yeah, and then you lose to Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, I can see them losing Fire Irish. Like I said, what they did last year. But that D-line was beat up last year. Brian Brzee was not 100% at all last season. And they didn't have much depth no, last year. He, he he did not play the majority of what, like four? That, yeah, he missed he missed a good portion of the of the season. Even when he came back, That's you could tell saying, he like, was he not healthy. Yeah. yeah, he was not healthy. And the defense is just a lot better than they were last year. And... I think with it being at home, I think, and with the loss last year, Clemson's going to have a lot on the line at this point. I think Notre Dame's going to be a better football team this year than they were last year, but they've got a tough schedule this year. And so where are they in the mindset at this point in the season? I like the Tigers to get the win at home. So let's go to week 11. Clemson welcoming the Yellow Jackets of Georgia Tech. Uh, The Gamecocks welcoming the Commodores, where they start a nice long stretch of home games to end up in the season. Well, I think uh, we we skipped that Carolina was going to beat Jacksonville State. I don't know if we ever said. No, that. I think we I think we got that. the Gamecocks. Yeah, they're going to get the win over the Gamecocks. So uh, I mean, I've got wins for both teams here. I think Georgia Tech. Yeah. yeah. They're not ready to compete in the ACC. Vanderbilt's. Who knows? I mean, they may be a little bit better, but they're not. They're a little bit better than Hawaii. They're a little. They're a touchdown better than Hawaii at home. So uh, <laughs> well, so, kind of. Yeah, kind of at home. Half at half home. Half at, half, half at home. Um, so we both have wins there. Halfway out. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to week 12. Clemson welcomes the Tar Heels at the Gamecocks play here in week one. Tar Heels come to town. Who Probably knows? a beat-up Tar Heels team. Probably a beat-up Tar Heels team. Probably a, a Mac Brown coach like, should I retire? 
But whatever I do, I've definitely got to get rid of Gene Chizik as my defensive coordinator. <laughs> and do an old side. Yeah, do it, yeah. So Clemson, North Carolina, week 12. Kentucky. Devin O'Leary, former coach for the NC State Wolfpack, with Kentucky now. What do you think for the Wildcats and the Gamecocks in Columbia? I think Carolina blows out Kentucky this year. Really? I do. Wow, okay. A lot of confidence coming from the other side of the table this year for the Gamecocks. I like it. I like it. I was iffy last year. You were iffy last year, and you were pretty much spot on last year. Yeah, so you've got the Gamecocks winning Kentucky. How about the Tigers against the Star Heels? Uh, Yeah, Clemson Clemson rolls through through, uh, North Carolina looking ahead to South Carolina. They destroy the Tar Heels. Uh, I think Carolina beats Kentucky by two, three scores. Two, three scores. So no look ahead for the Gamecocks and uh, and Columbia. All right, so we both got them winning here. I like I like South Carolina. Nice little stretch here of home games for the Gamecocks. Yeah. I like them to win. I think Kentucky Warm-up games too. I think Kentucky's a tough one. I think South Carolina is going to get a tough game with Kentucky, but I like the Gamecocks at home, and then I like Clemson to win easy at home against the Tar Heels. At this point, like you said. What? Where's North Carolina even going to be in their season at that yeah. point? I mean, they they could be struggling above five, barely above five hundred at this if point. If they're getting beat up in their wide receiving core, I don't know how deep their wide receiver room is. I don't know how deep. Well, it is. I know they lost their. I can't. Josh Downs. They lost their best weapon last year. He averaged like ten catches a game. Yeah. He's no longer there. Uh, so Drake May will have to find I just, a new weapon. You know, you're late, late, late in the season, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you got. The, one of the best quarterbacks. In yeah, the, and in could the, the rumbling start with Mac Brown? Because I mean, everybody loves Mac Brown. He has brought a lot more publicity to North Carolina since yeah. he's been there. He doesn't hype. have anything to show for it. Hype. Yeah, hype. I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah. brought a lot of hype. Yeah, he brought a lot of hype, but nothing really to show for except an ACC championship appearance and a, few, a Heisman a few hopeful big and great wins. Yeah, yeah, but nothing really, nothing really to show for Mac Brown up, up, like up there. Brian Kelly. Up. Just saying. <laughs> uh, Although Brian Kelly had the tools to do it quite a few times. Yeah, uh, well, well, he did. He did. He but had, he never did. Yeah, I think he's going to do it this year with LSU, though. I think they're going to be an SEC champion. Well, Brian Kelly's first. in the bio. All right, so we both have uh, Clemson and Carolina picking up wins there in Week 12. So on to Week 13, the streak ended. The Gamecocks got the win last season over the Tigers up in Clemson. Going the to Columbia. Yeah, the streak. It was like, I think it was like. 27 games in a row or something like that. I don't know what it was. But the streak ended. Not only did the streak in the series ended, but South Carolina ended Clemson's, uh, the nation's longest winning streak at home. Uh, Spencer Rattler got the win for the Gamecocks up there in Clemson. This year they get him in Williams Bryce. <laughs> they get him in Williams Bryce. Does South Carolina make it? Does South Carolina make it two in a row? Does South Carolina make it two in a row over the Tigers in Clemson? I'll start like this, Clint. You start. You you start just like that. <laughs> Best case scenario for South Carolina, ten and two. Woo. Worst case scenario, seven and five. My prediction, nine and three with a loss against Clemson. So you got Clemson getting revenge in Columbia. I mean, I'm not going to argue. I see. got Carolina going nine and three. Clemson best case scenario, eleven and one. Okay. Okay. Worst case, they're going eight and four. I got them sitting at ten and two. Okay. With that winning over Carolina, so I'll approach it the same way you just did. So, yeah. to me, South Carolina's ceiling nine and three. That's their ceiling is nine and three. It's that's a stretch to go ten and two. Yeah, that's I, a stretch. I, it's a stretch. I think their ceiling is nine and three because I do not see them beating Georgia. Yeah. I do not see them beating Tennessee on the road, and I don't see them beating Clemson at home. Those are the three games I don't think they win. 
So I think nine and three is their best. That's their ceiling for wins. Clemson, I think at worst, you're looking at 10 and two. You're 10 and two. That's 10 and two. I think worst? that's at worst. Hey, when's the last time they haven't won 10 games? It's been a while. It's been a while. I think 10 and two for the Tigers. I think you could have a trip up game. You could have a loss at home to Notre Dame, or you could lose to South Carolina on the road. I think trip up game, Notre Dame at home, South Carolina on the road. Those are the three games you're losing. I only see them possibly losing one of those, and that's to the Fighting Irish at home. I like Clemson on the road to get the win in Columbia. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. I think it's going to be – Clemson's going to look a lot better in this game than they did last year. Yeah. The Gamecocks came out of there with the win. Um, I could see the Gamecocks picking up the win, but I like South Carolina. They're going to have a lot to play for in this game, the Clemson Tigers will, because in my books, they'll be undefeated at this point with the college football playoffs right around the corner, a chance for Clemson to get back somewhere they hadn't been the last two seasons. I like Clemson to get the win in Columbia to go 12 and a half. Well, at this point, in, in my mind, Clemson's 10 and 2, or, or, or 9 and. They'd be, yeah, or, they'd be 9 and 2. 9 and 2 at this they'd point. They'd be 9 right? and 2 at this point. Losing to FSU. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Losing winning, to, winning against FSU. Losing to Miami yeah. and, and Notre Dame. Yeah. So FSU is at. Uh, yeah, FSU. Be, I didn't even right? mention them. Yeah. Yeah. So 9 and 2 with a chance. To win the ACC and then go to the playoffs. Yeah, this yeah, because the, you, yeah, you, you have them losing game. to the Fighting Irish and then losing a trip up game, so they would have the tiebreaker over at that point over Florida State. So that would still give them the conference championship. And yeah, yeah, I completely forgot about Florida State game. Florida State, I don't see them losing a a whatever you call it. I don't even know what you what you used a whoopee game. What did you call it? Oopsie, whoopsie, a whoopsie game, an oopsie game, whatever you called it. I don't see them losing that, but I could see them losing to Florida State. I could see them losing to the Fire and Irish. I could see them losing in Columbia. Yep. Uh, but I think they'll go undefeated this year, and it's not because you know I'm I'm over hyping them. It's just, I mean, it, in their worst season, the last two years, they still won ten ball games. Sure. They still won 10 games. And I think no, I'm they, right there with you. I, get, I think I they're get, a lot better team this year than they've been in the past two years. I got close to 10 to 2. I got Carolina at a stretch, 9 and 3. Okay, so I've got the Tigers at 12 and 0 and the Gamecocks at 7 and 5. But like I said, I think their ceiling's 9 and 3. Yeah. I think they can get yeah. to 9 and, and 7 and 5 is my worst case scenario. Yeah. 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 All right. So there you have it for our picks for Clemson and the South Carolina Gamecocks this year. So now let's big picture. Back to the national stage. A fun game we like to play. The college football team draft. Yeah. Now, we're doing this before our picks of the national championship in the playoffs because we don't give away our draft order or draft picks, what, who we like here. So, Austin, I mentioned by winning the PGA Tour player draft. Yeah. We also won this last year. The, the, the college football team. No, yeah. we tied. Eh, who won the national championship? Yeah, this is the rule you like to throw in when your <laughs> team wins it. When your team wins it. When your team wins it. This is just who gets the most teams yeah. in the college football playoff. Now, this year's a little bit different. We are down a host. So now. Yeah, it makes it a little easier. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a little easier. Uh, so we may have a scenario where we get it, one of us gets all three in. Who knows? Uh, we but, should. We should. We, we'll think about this. We, we might rework this. But we'll, yeah, we'll maybe, ahead, next, yeah. maybe next year we could have a different different formula, but this yeah. year we'll stick with what we've done in the past. College football team drafts, so the way this works is snake draft will each get to draft a team. The following week, you have to drop a team. The other person cannot pick up that team, and you pick up. I think a, I already know how this is going to go. 
You, you may know, but you got. I'll the, write it down. You got the PGA. Okay, go ahead and write it. He's writing write it, it down. down. So he Austin got the PGA Tour Player Draft Championship Championship this year, uh, three to one. So he's he's making his guess right. He is writing it down for the listeners. He is writing down what he thinks this is going to be for both of us. Austin will have the first pick, and then I will go second. Snake draft, so I'll get the third pick, and then it'll be back to Austin. And we each get we each get three teams. So Austin will not show me his what he wrote down until the end. But let's go ahead and start right here with Austin. I have a pretty good idea, but I'm not going to write it down. But sure. let's go with Austin. Uh, first pick. Them dogs. Them dogs of Mississippi State. <laughs> uh, so he's going with the Georgia Bulldogs, as I predicted. Uh, so I'm sure he predicted as well, because of course he knows who he's going to pick first. Yeah. So now my my team, and I'm sure you're going to nail this one as well. Uh, so my first team I'm going to take here in the first round, the Michigan Wolverines. That'll be my first pick. Austin stared at me like he may have chose wrong here. But I'm going with the Michigan Wolverines, and then I'm going with my Clemson Tigers. Uh, with my second, with my second pick. So Austin, back to you right now. You're sitting with FSU. the Georgia Bulldogs, Florida State. So Austin going with. Don't show me yet. I'm not gonna look. We're not done yet. Oh, we got more. Yeah, you've got one more team to pick. It's three teams apiece. Oh, three teams apiece. Yeah, you weren't listening to the instructions. I wasn't. <laughs> We've well, done this before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Austin with Georgia just just took FSU. So you've got your final pick now. I got to write down what I think you're gonna pick now. Okay. All right. So I'm sitting with Michigan and Clemson, Austin sitting with the Georgia Bulldogs and the Florida State Seminoles. I think both both of our rosters are pretty pretty good yeah, right now. I think so. Yeah. So Austin, your number three pick. LSU. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Austin goes LSU Heath. I could tell he didn't want to do it, but he no, did. I didn't. He took, and that's who I was going to take I with know. my third pick. I know. That's who I was going to take with my third pick. And with your third pick, you're actually going to take. So my third pick, I'm actually going to take. Man, I'm going to go USC. Oh, I'm going to go. I want to go. No, I'm not picking Ohio State. Oh, really? I think Ohio State finishes third in that division this year. Really? I think Penn State finishes second. Oh, I, got, I got two out of you three. Yeah, I think Ohio State loses to Penn State, and then they lose to Michigan at the end of the season. I forget you. I forget your high on Trojans. See, yeah, I got yeah. the Trojans third, maybe fourth in the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have them in the Pac-12 championship. If it wasn't going to be USC, it probably would have been Penn State. Because I'm high on Penn so, State yeah, this year. Yeah, obviously. I'm high I on Penn know. State this year. I think they lose one game, and that's to Michigan. That's I think that's their only loss this year, uh, is against the Wolverines. So, recap Austin, Georgia, Florida State, and LSU. I'm going Michigan, Clemson, and USC. So, I don't think USC. Oh, who knows? We'll get to this in a minute. I don't want to ruin that. But, anyways, so you stole LSU from me. So, who would you have taken? If, if you did, did take, not, if you if did, not, did take not take LSU, it. who has been your third team, your next team? It was going to be uh, Penn State. Penn State, really? Yeah. Okay, so we're both high on the Nittany Lions uh, this year. So that's our college football team draft. Like I said, next week's episode, we'll each have to drop a team and pick up a new one. And Addison pick Coastal. Sure. And Addison pick Coastal, UCF. And no, no, all three. All three, all three picks. Okay, all right. So uh, college football playoff national championship. We have arrived. 
hour 16 minutes into the episode definitely not a three hour episode like it was last year uh, 16 minutes an hour and 16 oh, minutes into 16. The time flies man no, an hour 16 minutes uh, so definitely not as long as it was last year. We had a few year. things going on in life this year. Well, we also know. had Ash, and we had a third yeah, host, yeah. you know, who was super prepared he, for that episode. You know, well, whatever. So whatever, we got a guy that repeats everything the other two people say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was what we wrote in his notepad. Yeah. Repeat what they say. And Coastal Carolina. Uh, they, <laughs> he's like, I'll look at your notes. <laughs> Can I look at your notes? So, yeah, so... Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, we do miss Assen here at the podcast. So, we do. so it's, uh, but you know, he wasn't a DCP, so that's why there's just two of us. Uh, so let's skip over to, we're going to wrap up our college football preview episode. Well, it's a lot of college football information. Hopefully you've got time to listen to this entire podcast episode Thursday morning on your drive into work. You Get, on your way back from work, take the day off of work, yeah. listen to the Walk on Water Boys college football preview episode. Getting ready for Friday. Grand opening. The grand opening of Hurricane Sports Cafe here in Hampton, South Carolina. Exciting. Mention exciting the podcast on yeah, Friday. You get right. a 10% discount. Mention the podcast on Friday. You get a 10% discount. So exciting news there. I'll be here in attendance on Saturday catching uh, catching some of the college football games. Excited. Surprise show. Surprise show. Yeah, well. Well, maybe see if the fans want it, you know, if the, fan, if the fans ask for it. You know, we came here for a live podcast. No, no, but we are excited about uh, Hurricane Sports Cafe here in Hampton, South Carolina, opening up this Friday. So, college football playoff prediction and national championship game and champion prediction. Austin, how do you want to do this? Do you want to give me everything, playoff, championship matchup, winner, or do you want to each give us our playoffs and then go into the national championship matchup? I'll let you decide. How do you want to do this? Let's let's just do it all at once. All at once? All right. So, Austin, the floor is yours. Your college football playoff prediction and your national champion. Number one, Georgia. Number one, Georgia. Versus number four, Penn State. Number four, Penn There you go. There's your Nittany Lions pick there. Uh, Penn State getting the four seed. Number two, Michigan. Number two, Michigan. So Michigan and Penn State making it. Number three, FSU. FSU. So Florida State. I think this is, is this Desmond Howard's picks? I think this is is Desmond Howard's picks. I think he had Georgia, Michigan. I didn't didn't watch. I I know he had two Big Ten. No, he had two Big Ten and SEC and ACC, which was Florida State. I can't remember if it was Penn State as his other team or not, but I, I don't remember. Whatever. That sounds like Desmond Howard picks that. But, uh, so you, he probably picked Penn State over Ohio State. All right, so who is your – what is your national championship matchup and winner? Georgia versus Michigan. So Georgia gets the chance to go three in a row. Georgia versus Michigan. A little bit closer than last year in this game. Mm-hmm. What was the final score last year? Do we, do we even remember? Well, Michigan played TCU last year. So No, no, I'm talking about the national championship. Oh. Yeah, it was like 60-something. Yeah, that's what I said. Garrett Riley was already on a plane to Clemson at that point. He didn't. He went. Georgia and Michigan. Okay. 34. Oh, we're doing score predictions. 34. 27. Bulldogs. Oh, my goodness. You got the Georgia Bulldogs without Stetson Bennett. The mailman, apparently, is what they call him. I think that's a little offensive to Carl Malone. Yeah. But... 
You got Georgia winning three national champions in championships in a row. That is crazy. All right. All right. So Georgia over Michigan in the national championship. Here's my college football playoff. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. My my pick. That's why yeah, we're yeah. here. Uh, number one, the Michigan Wolverines. Uh-huh. Big Ten champ. So Taking on. So Georgia has to lose. We'll get there. Okay. Slow down. Okay. Number one, Michigan taking on four seeded Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. In the first round, Georgia will suffer one loss this season, against and it will be in the SEC championship game LSU. against the two seeded LSU Tigers. Okay. LSU will go into the college football playoff also with one loss. Could be a trip up game, could be to Florida State. One of those oopsie games. One of those oopsie games. Uh, could be to Florida State in week one. But LSU wins the conference championship. They beat Georgia and Atlanta. They go in as the two seed. The three seed, my Clemson Tigers. Do I feel great about having them in the playoff this year? No, because they're taking a giant leap back from where they've been the past couple of years. But they're going to be an undefeated conference champion in my mind. Yeah. Where's USC? Where's Texas? They could end – both those teams could have two or three losses at the end of the year yeah. and still win their conference championship. I think there's going to be chaos for different reasons in those two conferences. USC will win the Pac-12 in my mind. Texas wins the Big 12, but multiple losses keeps them out. What would be interesting, though, was if Georgia would enter the last, after conference championship weekend, Georgia have one loss, non-conference champion, and Texas and USC <laughs> is conference champions with maybe one loss or no losses. Do you keep the two-time defending national champion out of the playoffs? I don't think we're going to have to worry about that. You don't think we're going to have to worry about that? But, I mean, that would be, be, that would be that entertaining would, to see yeah. the final week, to see yeah. who they would decide between those three schools. Yeah. Because in my mind, Clemson's undefeated. You're not keeping an undefeated conference no. champion out. But a one-loss Power 5 champion, and is USC, is Texas – and then is Georgia, who's not a conference champion, but yet they've won the last two national right. championships. That would be great entertainment. Great entertainment. So let's get back to my picks. Michigan will knock off Georgia in the first round. Michigan gets the win. Jim Harbaugh is on the way to the natty. Sure. Khaki pants and all. Khaki pants and all. LSU and Clemson. Both these teams getting to the college football playoffs. Nobody really talking about them being a true national championship contender, but I think just the way their schedules play out, I think they're both able to get their conference championships, and they both make the playoffs. I give Clemson a little bit of an edge here, just because of the experience of Dabo Sweeney in these type of matchups over your coach, Brian Kelly. What experience does Brian Kelly have? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So Clemson, I think Clemson gets the edge there in the matchup. Garrett Riley's looking great first year offensive yeah. coordinator yeah. for Clemson. So I've got the Michigan Wolverines taking on Clemson this in the national your, championship. This is my dream. This is life. my dream scenario. Yeah. Michigan against Clemson. Uh but I think Michigan is a little bit yeah. further ahead than Clemson is right now at this point. This was next year, I'd go with Clemson. But this is this year. I'm going Michigan Wolverines. Jim Harbaugh gets his national championship for Michigan. Boom. He's, he's gone, gone to the NFL. He's gone. He's gone. He's done with the NCAA. Today in a press conference, he bashed the NCAA again. 
bashed how college football is heading, the direction they're heading in. He's, I think he's over three he's game suspension to start the season. He's in Arizona. He's your new head coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Is that a, yeah? That's, that's right. what I think it is. That's me too. I think whoever's there now is just yeah. a placeholder. Yeah, he's a placeholder for uh, for Jim Harbaugh. I, think, I, I agree. Unless I Pete Carroll think, retires in Seattle, then I can see Jim Harbaugh I can going see up him. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I I don't know if you can tell. Thirty four twenty seven. I didn't I didn't know who I was going to pick till the last of it. But now you've sold me on Michigan, I think. Yeah, I think I think their schedule is nice. They get Ohio State at home. They've been so close. They've been so close. I think because there's so many question marks around, like really I think this, this year is wide open. I think this is a wide open year. Michigan's the, the team that brings back the quarterback right. uh, from the teams that made the playoff last year. Uh, I like Michigan this year. I think this is going to be the year Ann Arbor brings home another national championship. For the first time in since ninety two, is it ninety two? It was in the ninety, early nineties. I want to say it was under. Uh, man, I can't even think of his name anymore. That's that's depressing. All those college football dynasties when I had them, I don't even. I can't even think of his name. But uh, but yeah, Michigan brings home the national championship this year. Now that's a Desmond Howard pick. Uh, who are you? In, in uh, Brady Hook. The Hope. one the, the Brady, Brady the Hope, one yeah, you were Brady on with me. Yeah. yeah, that was Brady Hook. He's now San Diego State. But uh, uh oh, yeah, Brady, Brady Hook. Hook. <laughs> Brady Hook, man. Yep. Brady Hook, you were old Charlie Strong. The Chris Christie of college football. The Chris Christie of college football, that's right. Brady Hook was legendary in that college yeah. football dynasty. Yeah. Legendary. Codes and all. <laughs> oh man, so there you have it. Our college football. National champions. We have both have Michigan in the championship. Austin has them losing to Georgia. I don't know. I'm reconsidering. Are you considering? I think you sold me on that. I've got Michigan over Clemson. If you want to give me, if you want me to give you a score, I'll say it's Michigan twenty-seven, Clemson twenty-one. That's what I'll go with uh, for the national championship matchup. But I, I like I like Michigan's chances this year. I don't see Clemson be. I think there's just so many unknowns this year. This is a team like a Clemson could sneak in there and maybe a year ahead of schedule and, and make a little run there. But I, I, I like the Wolverines. Out of all the teams this year, I trust them the most. Hot take here. How long is Dabo in Clemson? I think he, he's not an NFL guy. No, he's not an NFL guy. I could, I honestly could see when Dabo gets to 60. I want to say Dabo's like 54 now. He's somewhere in his same has got. Same as got what three years maybe. He's yeah. He's I think he just bought that. a huge house. Yeah. In Florida. I can, I've made this actual prediction before. So I think Garrett Riley is obviously going to get a head coaching job here in a couple of years. I think Kyle Richardson is actually going to replace Garrett Riley. He's got a lot of experience in that system. Kyle Richardson will become the new OC. But I think when Dabo retires, if Garrett Riley is having success wherever he is at that time. I think he will be the new head coach. But does Dabo about five, replace? I would say five to seven years. I could legitimately see in da- see Dabo stepping away, stepping away or retiring. Well, yeah, retired, stepping oh, away. So no, no, you don't no. think there's a shot for Alabama? No, no. I think he's he's been at Clemson longer than he's been at Alabama. Sure. Yeah. So but, I mean, no, he's not going to replace Nick Saban. He's a legend in his own. He's a he's a college football Hall of Famer. Sure. He's got two national championships. He's taken Clemson to. But, but as a competitor, I don't. I don't think he'll do it. I think. I think Alabama's next coach is like Giffen. They got a dog in him. Huh? <laughs> no, I mean he. He is. 
He is Clemson. Don't hang up the cleats. Huh? I mean, yeah. yeah, he is. He, he won't run downhill anymore. Like you uh, like it. He won't run out first. But the uh, I think Lane Kiffin. I think I think Lane Kiffin's your next head coach at Alabama. I mean, why wouldn't he be? That's a lot of reasons. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, he's shown that he's he can run a program. Ole Miss, consistent top twenty-five team, right on the fringe, at Ole Miss. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think he's your guy That's... at Alabama. I think he's your guy. I don't, I don't think, uh, but no, Dabo. I could see him because of the type of person he is. Five to seven years, maybe just hanging it up, and then Clemson go get somebody like a Garrett Riley. To come back and, and be the head coach. I just don't see Lane Kiffin head coaching Alabama. I don't see a person like Lane Kiffin given the reins at Alabama. If you look at know, if you look at Alabama's head coach, their their. Well, I mean, do we need to go back? Coaches. Do we need to go back to who was that coach? That Mike Price was that his name? The Washington State coach. I don't even think Washington he even State. coached a game, did he? <laughs> No, that was I George O'Leary. That was George I O'Leary. He didn't even coach a game. I don't see Giffen. I don't know, man. I think that would be a great hire for Alabama. Because I mean, I yeah, Lane Kiffin. Like he's not the Lane Kiffin of the Raiders. I mean, this is this is. I don't know, uh, man. Yes, he is a little outspoken, but I mean, he's I mean, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. He is a very good coach who's been doing good things at Ole Miss. As bad as what you can do at Ole yeah. Miss. I mean, I he's just don't see him. Charge. Well, who do you have? If, let's take Dabo off the board. Okay. Dabo is off the board. Nick Saban retires in two years. Who is your head coach in Alabama? You know who I'd like to see? You'd like to see? Yeah. Jay Franklin. Franklin. Who? James Franklin. Jay Franklin, Penn State? Yeah. I'd like to see him. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. But I don't think they would go no, that direction. No, I don't think they would. I don't either. think they would go that direction. But direction. I think he'd be a good fit. I think he'd be a good fit because. See, this I just taste me about Lane Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Kiffin didn't work out in the NFL, but Alabama's like an NFL organization. Yeah. And James Franklin, to me, is like a NFL coach. So, yes, he would fit that style. Lane Kiffin has NFL experience. But I think just because Lane Kiffin's been there, I just think that's that's the way you go. But, I mean, James Franklin makes sense. I just don't see him leaving Penn State unless Penn State makes him leave. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, James Franklin's a nice pick, but... It's not going to be Dabba. No. It's, it's not going to be Dabba. That would be, you're, you have won two national championships at Clemson. You're going into the College Football Hall of Fame. And you're going to leave that to replace the greatest coach in the history of college football at Alabama, at your alma mater, that if you don't succeed, you're going to get fired in three years? Yeah, that dog is really- I, don't, I, I just don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying that Dabba How would fail at Alabama. would it be, though? It would be great. It would be great for him. What I just don't Disney see him doing it. With that They're movie, already going to make a Disney I mean, movie out of him. I mean, that's, I mean, he might have booked that. Living with his mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't see. Uh, I just don't see him doing that. I, I don't see him going back to Alabama and run the risk of it not ending on great terms. I just, wow. I just don't all about that ego, huh? I'm just saying. I, uh, I why would you do ego. that? Why would you do that? Because I want to win. He can win at Clemson. Yeah, but why not go win when he wants to win? He, he wants he, to win at Clemson. Like I, to be. like I said, he's he's been at Clemson longer. He's been at Alabama. 
I mean, I could see him going to Alabama. I just don't think he will. I don't think he will. He'll go back there to. It sounds to me like, like from your point of view, he's trying to protect that legacy a little too much. I think he's. And I want a coach who wants to win. <laughs> I don't want a coach that wants to sit on, rest on his laurels. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> I want to go get her. Yeah, he's a go getter. He is a go getter. He's got it at Clemson. <laughs> he ain't got it at Clemson. Oh man! You know what? You need to be more like a dog. More like a dog, yeah. Like a dog. yeah. Cat in the house. <laughs> uh, that was Addison's favorite Coastal Carolina coach, yeah. who also played at Clemson. Um, yeah. uh, what was his name? David Bennett, I think. It was David Bennett, yeah. David Bennett, yeah. All right, so that does it for our College Football Preview episode. Um, so, I mean, hour and a half here, guys. An hour and a half. Sweet. Did it half the time we did it. Did it last year, but obviously this weekend is loaded with great games. South Carolina, great game with North Carolina. LSU, Florida State, Sunday night. Florida, Utah on Thursday night. Eh, Friday night, Louisville. I mean, it's, it's college football. It's college football. It's college football. It's college football. Hey, and you then, got high school football, yeah, too. Yeah, you got high school football, too. And then, uh, and then which I watched the Bishop Sycamore uh, I started watching on HBO. We'll talk about it on our next yeah. episode. Um, you talk about those New York Jets. You talk about J- those J- J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, this past weekend, we did our, our uh, fantasy football draft, uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit on our next episode. But this is college football good. only. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot you better than good? last year. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I don't know how I feel. Uh, college football preview episode only, so we wanted to stay to, stay to college football. Uh, I will, on our way out here, one question about this weekend. Any surprise upset this weekend? Any team do you think may have a chance of getting upset here? In week one. Let me let me look again at the schedule. Is that University of Texas Martin? Is that what that UT is? Martin, yeah. <laughs> UT Martin. Uh, uh, no, that's actually the University of T Martin, the oh, former quarterback yeah. for oh, the okay. volunteers, yeah. Uh as much as I would like to see Colorado upset TCU, I don't think it happens. You're not seeing it. Maybe Maybe Florida. Over Utah. Utah. That's where I would go. That's, That's where I'd go. Florida really over Utah. seems like the only one. Because I don't think West Virginia has it. No, no. West Virginia would have to play a flawless game yeah. in order to get that win. And Penn State, State would have to. Make Maybe it. Boise State could sneak up on Washington. Uh, but it being in Washington, I don't see that happening. But I, I think Florida at Utah, that's the game. That's good because Utah's got a lot riding. They need this win if they want to be a serious college football playoff contender. Or else they're just going to be stuck. With just winning the Pac-12 championship in the last year, <laughs> in the last in the final year of the conference, so that does it here on the College Football Preview episode of the Walk on Water Boys podcast. We're excited to be back. We were excited to do this episode. We'll be back again next week. It's College Football season, weekly episodes, and uh, we may be recording from the Hurricanes yet to be named studio. We're not sure what that's going to be called yet. Waiting for suggestions on our social media accounts. But uh, be excited for College Football to get started. Uh, Alston, anything before we leave here for the College Football preview episode? I thank God is back. Yeah, thank goodness. Oh my goodness, it's been it's been a long, long, long wait. But we are excited to get going here on the Walk on Water Boys podcast with college football. All right, so for Austin, I'm Clint. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you back next week. Trying to get our two boys ready to carry them to the golf tournament for practice, right? 
12 cats live across the road. Our door's open, screen's broke, we need to get a new screen door, but the screen's broke, so you can come in through the screen, but you can't get back out of it. I turn and look, there's a little kitty cat in our, in our kitchen. So I said, what are you doing in here, little kitty cat? By that time, eh, the cat turns, tries to get back out, that screen won't go that way. Cat starts going all crazy. And I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back. I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I said, it's a cat in the house. Cat in the house? I said, yeah, there's a cat in the house. So I told our players, I tried to let it out the front door. The cat's still going crazy in there. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs.